You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The Holy Spirit is a liberator that freed us from being slaves to the law, and He also indwells us. Learn more about this truth in week four of our series, Make Room. But when I say the word Father, that's not a neutral term. The word Father, Tatay, Erpat, Daddy, Dad, Papa, carries in it an emotional sense. If we have dads who are amazing, good dads, provides affectionate, encouraging, loving dads, when we hear the word father, we have no problem with it. We have good emotions. We have good memories with our dads. But the sad reality is, in our world today, most of us, we don't have that kind of privilege to have a dad who's affectionate and loving. Maybe when I say the word dad, instead of love and joy and excitement, the emotions that come out from us is fear. Ah, yon, yung nangbubugbog. Ah, yon, yung umuwi lang sa bahay, nandun nga siya sa bahay, pero it's as if wala siya, kasi sobrang busy siya sa, sa TV, or sa jario, or sa work. There's fear, or there's this detachment. Or maybe for some of us, it's anger. Ah, yan, sakit sa ulo. I've seen how he made our family cry. I've seen how he hurt us. Father is not a neutral term. Father carries with it an emotional charge. The, the, the sad reality is, however, the way we view our earthly father in all their goodness or not so good qualities whether we like it or not, affects the way we view God. Because out of all the ways that God chose to reveal Himself, He chose to reveal Himself as a Father. That's why for some of us here, we're having a hard time saying, God, you're a good Father. Hirap being good. Because my dad's not like that. He left us. He hurt us. I'm afraid of Him. I don't feel Him. I'm angry at Him. Then God is a father? Ah, in my head, theologically, as a Christian, I'm forced to embrace this, but in my heart, parang wala siya dun eh. How do we relate to God? And how does God see us today? And how does the Holy Spirit work in the middle of all those confusion? That's what we're going to look at today. Let's read Romans 8, verses 14 to 15. It says here, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Let's bow down our heads and let's pray. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our Father, pray that you would turn our hearts back to you. They may know that you are a good Father. Let fire come down from heaven. Holy Spirit, Remind our hearts of who you are and who we are in your eyes. In Jesus' name, amen. You see, the effect of that, of having an unhealthy view of God as a father, sometimes we view us and God like a boss-employee relationship. That's what the verse says. The spirit of slavery, slaves, to fall back into fear. Maybe for some of us, we view God more like a boss and an employee. If you are here and you are 
part of a, a company, you're not the owner of the company, you know how this feels. We all know how this feels. Merong boss, may-ari ng kompanya, empleyado ka. And you know how that relationship goes, right? Sometimes we are not really comfortable with, you know, opening up with our bosses. And it's okay. Because that's just the reality of that relationship. A, 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 a boss-employee, boss-slave, master-slave relationship. That's why there's fear. Ah, nahiya ako. Ah, natatakot ako. Ah, parang ayoko. And, we per- and, and the relationship is based on performance. You work hard, you will get your pay. If you don't work hard, if you don't perform, if you have an unaccept- unacceptable attitude, patay tayo sa boss natin. So there's this fear. There's this performance-driven. That's why we have in our, maybe in our workplace, may work kayo sobrang, quote-unquote, papansin, pakitang gilas, pasipsip. <laughs> it's all because of that relationship. So that I will get better rewards, I need to perform. If I don't perform, I'm scared. There's no confidence in it. There's no boldness in it. Yung pagkakausapin natin yung boss, I don't know if you've had that experience, pagkakausapin mo yung boss, lalo pag magpa-file ka ng leave. Uh. And not only that, sometimes, even if you are the child of the owner, but if you are not of the right age, it's as if you're still a slave. Look at this verse in Galatians 4. Verses of 1 to 3. It says here, I mean that the heir, yung tagapagmana, as long as he is a child, he is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. But he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. What is this verse saying? Context lang po. During the time of the Bible, tiba ngayon, ang legal age ay 18, right? So by 18, you would have certain rights and privileges and responsibilities and such. But during their time, the legal age is around 12 or 13. So, if someone, even if that person is an heir, tagapagmana nung kompanya, nung household, nung taong uh, noon, he or she, as long as he is not in that age, he is like a slave. A slave doesn't have any rights during their time. A slave doesn't have any inheritance right. They don't have any status except that of a slave. Wala silang mapapamana. Yung empleyado, hindi papamana sa kanya yung kumpanya. Slaves. And the challenge, and the problem is, again, summarizing it all, slaves live in fear. Performance-driven. There's no status. There's no inheritance. That's who slaves are. The problem is, sometimes that's who we think we are when it comes to God. Kaya nga minsan, tiba? I don't know if you've had this feeling pag may nagawa kang kasalanan. Parang feeling natin, kailangan natin pagbayaran. Parang lang yan, nagkasakit ka, i-offset ko na lang. Ah, kailangan bumawi ako. Or if I did something wrong, oh no, I should be, do something good so that God will bless me. I'm going to give, I'm going to serve, I'm going to be moral, more moral, if there's such a word, than anyone else so that God will bless me more. Because it's all in a slavery mindset. That's why sometimes for some of us, we're having a hard time to pray to God. Hirap tayo mag-pray. You know what's sad? 
we are encountering young generation students who's having a hard time praying to God. It, they think when they're praying to God, it should be so structured and uh, dan dan. They're operating in a slave employees, uh, boss uh, employee relation, uh, relationship. But that's not who we are. That's not what God wants. And I believe in this room, it's very crucial for us all to understand, especially if you are dads like me, that we play a big role. Because right now, meeting students, and I'm asking them to pray, sobrang hirap nilang magpray. It just breaks my heart. The root of it is the spirit of slavery. They view God like that, and they view themselves like slaves. There's fear. There's doubts in their identity. There's no confidence. There's no uh, boldness to approach God. But that's not what God wants for us. That is not what God wants for our children. Do you believe that? Look at this. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Jesus is fully aware of this situation. That's why when He came here on earth, the first thing that He taught His disciples how to pray is address God as a Father. Because he knows that it is by default our hearts to approach God like a boss and to go to a position of slavery. Because the reality is, all of us here are really slaves to sin, to the effects of the devil in this world. Lahat naman talaga tayo, slaves. Lahat talaga tayo, alila. If you are a Christian now, I'm sure you would remember the times when you were not a Christian before, when we are all slaves of the principalities of the world. But the good news is this. We broke free from our slavery, not because of our goodness, but because Jesus redeemed us on the cross. When, the, when Jesus died on the cross, John uh, says, to those who believed in Him, to those who received Him, He gave the right to become children of God. That's the Jesus. He redeemed us. He paid the price. The image is a slave being sold in the market. That's what's happening before. Someone has to buy that slave so that magkakaroon ng change of status. Jesus bought us redemption. And He didn't stop there. He sent His Holy Spirit. What is the role of the Holy Spirit in all these things? The role of the Holy Spirit is to remind us to tell us, wait, stop, you're not a slave, you can call God Abba Father. Abba is an informal way of saying Father. <laughs> it's like our modern day erpat. Tai. Informal. And of course, there's the more formal way of saying Father. Okay? Daddy. All of those things combining together saying, we can approach God in an informal way, but at the same time, there's still respect and honor. That's how, it, that's how the relationship should be. And what, can, what else can we see here? Dati, pag mag-a-adopt ka, the reason, the people that you're going to adopt in your family, 
You will choose whom you will adopt kasi you want that person to benefit your uh, family line. What I'm saying is this. Um, imagine me, I have my whole household, meron akong sarili kong kompanya and all that stuff. If I'm adopting someone, this person better be responsible to take care of all of these things kasi that person will have the rights eh. So ibig sabihin, yung mga, yung nag-a-adopt, may motive din yan. Ay, dapat alagaan ito yung, yung inheritance namin. So may certain kind of qualifications pa yan dapat. They don't just adopt anyone, they adopt people who would benefit them. But when it comes to us and God, did we really bring anything to God so that He would consider us? May madadala ba tayo kay God? Lord, oh, ito yung kabaitan ko. Lord, oh, ito yung ginawa ko mabuti. Is there anything that we can do for us to merit the acceptance of God? Wala eh. He just adopted us anyway. Even though what we have to offer is sin, even though what we have to offer is our brokenness, even though what we have to offer are our issues, God chose to love us and adopt us. All of that to say that you and I, if you are in Christ, you are no longer slaves but sons. That's the reality of who we are. What Jesus Christ did changed our relationship. Now, instead of relating to God out of fear, we relate to God out of love and relationship. That's the reason why we obey Him. We read the Bible. Hindi dahil takot tayong maparusahan ng Panginoon. Minabasa na ngayon natin yung Bible kasi may relationship na tayo eh. The, 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 the things that we do changes. The motivation changes. Not only that, we have our rights and our status. We're no longer afraid. We know God will provide for us. We know God will see us through. We know God is going to be there. That is our status and that is our right. Question. Sino po sa inyo dito na experience na po na hindi kayo makatulog minsan dahil ang dami-dami niyong pinoproblema? Right? Like, oh, tuition. Nako, yung loan. Nako, yung nako, mga utang namin. Nako, yung kailangan ko pa kolektahin to. Nako, may problem sa family. Nako, may, may, hindi ko alam kung paano ko pakakainin yung anak ko. And all those things. And I think, if we're honest, all of us here at one point, we've experienced that, right? What's, what's amazing, and it still amazes me, is when I look at my son, which is, by the way, ito po yung picture niya. Maruno na po siya ngayon magpakyut. <laughs> so, he is, he just uh, had his two, year, two years old, uh, he became two years old, a couple of months ago. And I have never see, seen my son wake up late because he is worrying. Parang hindi ko pa nakita na papasok ko sa kwarto si Jedi na po. Kakain ba ako? Papalaruin ba ako bukas? I guess that's just the gift of when we are when you're just so secure that you're a son. Of course when we progress and when we mature, when we have our own mind, <laughs> we get to do things our way. That's when the things come in. But I believe God wants us to be always in that position of a son. Papakit kay Lord, pero hindi nag-aalala. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Not only that, if you're a son, you have your rights and responsibility. You see, in our world today, we want the rights, but we don't want the responsibility. 
What do I mean? Remember, especially for those who drive, remember the first time you drove a car or the first time you got a license. Kailan nga ba pwede magkaroon ng lisensya? I think 16 student. Pero yung official, 18. When you have a license, you have the right to drive. But at the same time, you have the responsibility of being a, a, a responsible driver. Okay? Sometimes that's who we are. We want the right. When I'm talking to students, may ganun eh. Gusto ko na magka, ano, magka, pumasok sa relationship. The right to enter to a relationship. Oh, it's okay. But with that right, there's a responsibility to it. Are you really ready? And the problem is actually sometimes like that. We want the right, we exercise our right, but we run away from the responsibility. But if you're a son, it comes both ways. You want the right, you want the responsibility, and you get the responsibility as well. There's expectations. There's things that you need to do. When it comes to our relationship with God, the right is you are a child of God. His presence is with you. But there are responsibilities. As a son, our father demands obedience. Yun yung mahirap eh. Love ako ni Lord, yes! Uh, obey, surrender my sin, give up, repent. Um, okay, yes, let's do this, Lord. Thank you. This is my right. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. Ay, immoral yon. Titigil ko yon. It can't go that way. A real son have a right and a responsibility. The right to be married has a responsibility with it. The right to work has a responsibility with it. If you were promoted to a position, you have certain rights, but there are also certain responsibilities with it. That's life. And that is also our relationship with God. But it's no longer in the view of slaves. Because remember, you're no longer slaves but sons. So recap lang natin. Sons, relationship-driven, rights and status. We have our rights and our status. We have our inheritance. Pwede tayong makakuha ng pamana. We are expecting something from God. We are expecting something from God. That's our inheritance. And I'll explore more of that later. Not only that, we have ownership. When we say, go and make disciples, it's not a religious duty anymore. It is instead, quote-unquote, a family business, a family affair. When, I, when we go out there and preach the gospel, we're not doing that because we're slaves of, a, of an organization. We're doing that because our Father said so. And we're part of this family. Ministry now becomes a family thing. There's ownership. Could we imagine? God is a good Father. And we are His sons. That's who our God is. Wala tayong ma-offer sa Kanya. Wala naman tayong ma-benefit sa Kanya. Pero, in-adopt niya pa rin tayo kasi mahal niya tayo. And He gives us rights. He gives us His presence, His provision, His love, His acceptance, His help. God is a good Father and we are His sons. For some of us here, that word good is something that's very hard for us to swallow. Maybe you're here and you have, you're undergoing a situation so hard depressing, challenging. I, I just can't bring it to my mind. God is a good father when I experience something painful. And there are many reasons for that. This message is not enough to explain why it happened, but when bad things are happening to God's children, what does it mean? Remember, I remember this verse suddenly. 
in Hebrews 12, verses 5 to 6, it says here, And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by Him. And look at the underlined word. For the Lord disciplines the one He loves and chastises every son whom He receives. Sometimes the things that we're going through, the pain, are disciplines from God. Sometimes, I'm not saying all of it. Sometimes it's God building us character. Sometimes it's God teaching us to be responsible. Sometimes it's God doing something in us so that we'll be more like Christ. I remember being disciplined nung bata ako. And when I was being disciplined before, no, yung, kung napalo na po kayo dati, <laughs> Iba-iba po yung pampalo. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, when I was a child, I don't like it. <laughs> wala naman pag pinalo, whew, one more. Wala, wala naman ganun eh. None like it. Wala pa akong nakitang bata na pag pinalo, tumatawa. <laughs> but it did produce something in me. Of course, my parents did that. I know they did that because they loved me. They didn't really hurt me to the point of abuse, that's different. Disciplining and abuse is different. But the reason why I, was, why, I, why I was disciplined, because there was something wrong that I did, and that's, I deserved that. And my mom and my dad was just trying to keep me away from that sin. Some of us here, God is trying to keep you away from sin by disciplining us. Minsan kasi nakakalungkot, Sometimes the pain is actually a proof that you are a son because the Lord disciplines the one He loves. Again, God is our good Father. The pain doesn't mean God's not good. No. It doesn't negate the truth. God is a good Father and we are His sons. Now, if you would notice, I keep saying sons. And maybe you're thinking, why sons? Why sons only? Where, where's the daughter? Some translation has sons and daughters. You know what's interesting? Paul could have used a different word. And in other verses, he used children of God, which is more inclusive of male and female. But for this particular set of verses I've read, Paul deliberately chose a Greek word that says adoption as sons. Why is that? Because during their time in the Bible, it's only the men who has the rights. Inheritance rights, status, the right to education, the right to be adopted. Only the sons. In fact, during their time, if you have a child and that child is a girl, you have the option if you want to leave that child, child to die or to keep that child. Kasi wala naman yan, wala naman silang right, walang mapapalayan. So imagine this, the gospel, during their time. When Jesus came and when Paul preached this, he said, what you thought about sons, that right of a son, if you are a woman, you have that same right now. And he elevated the status of woman. woman. During their time, it's unheard of. Babae, may karapatan? Sabi ni Paul, yes, because that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the kingdom of God. No longer slave or free, Jews or not Jews, male or female. So God elevated the rights of a son. So that why, that's why Paul was very deliberate to remind everyone, 
sonship. Because previously you don't have this, but now you have. Talk about gender equality in the proper sense. That's how God did it. You and I, we now have equal rights to be called sons of God. The same privileges, the same breakthroughs. How did they do it? How did God do it? Through, the, through what we call adoption. And again, it's another term in our modern day that has a negative effect or a negative connotation rather. Pag sinabi natin, adopted, ay, it's like they're a lesser child. Pag, na, pag naalala ko nung bata ko, may napapanood ako mga teleserye pa sa hapon, ampon ka lang? But during their time, and maybe for some of you, you are adopted. And this is the truth. When someone is adopted, that child has equal rights as well. Equal standing. Equal pamana or inheritance. When a person gets adopted to a family, that person has to let go of his previous uh, a family name or previous identity. Kasi nga, that person will have a new identity complete with all the rights, the privileges, the status and responsibilities. So, no longer of the old identity and brought, uh, and having brought a new identity. And that's who we are when we are in Christ. Our identity as slaves to sin. Our identity as dead to sin. Our identity as broken people are now forgotten. And we are given a new identity, a child of God, a son of God, beloved, loved, the apple of God's eyes. You are giving a new status. All of that to remind us, no longer slaves, but we are sons. Let me end with this verse. Galatians uh, 4, verse 7 says, So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. You and I, we have an inheritance. You and I, we have a promise that we can claim. And what are those promises? The promise of God's presence. You may be going through something here and you feel like no one understands you. Maybe you've said that before. Wala naman nakakaitindi sa akin eh. Hindi ko nga naitindihan sarili ko eh. But God is able to understand you. He is with you. Sometimes we feel like we're alone and sometimes maybe we are alone. For whatever reason, but you're never really alone because God's presence is with you. That's His promise. God's provision is with us. He who did not spare His own Son, but graciously gave Him up for us all, how will He not also along with Him graciously give us all things? God's going to provide for us. For whatever reasons as well. For whatever means rather. There's this promise of eternal life. The promise of His power, the promise of His presence, the promise of this, His provision. All of that to say, God, You are a good Father. And Lord, when you go through our life and we go through our life and as we trust and obey God, you may be thinking, ah, tama ba tong gagawin ko? Tama ba yung We were singing that song a while ago. God, you're perfect in all of your ways. You see things differently. I just suddenly remember right now, no? For the dads here who has experienced that, I think you know what, what I'm saying. Diba pag 
pagbata, kasi lahat, lahat laruan <laughs> sa mata niya. Di ba? Kumukuha siya, kukuha niya to, saksakan, <laughs> kutsilyo, gunting. From that child's perspective, everything is a toy and everything's innocent. But from my perspective as a dad, oh, that's gonna hurt you. Oh, again, again, again. Dito ka, dito ka. Sometimes papaluin ko siya. I told you no. I just suddenly felt this right now. Some of you, you feel like God took away something from you. You just don't understand. And I don't understand it too. But what I'm telling you is this. God has a different perspective. And He is still perfect in all that He does. It takes so much faith. I know it takes so much faith. But it's... The reason why we can trust God is because He is our Father and I'm not His slave. I'm His son. When He takes, gives, I know that's His good and perfect will. Why? Because I'm not a slave. I'm a son. I'm a son. I'm a child of God. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.